the average American sleeps over 229,000 hours in one lifetime. That's a lot of wasted carbon monoxide that your body's producing, enough to ripen a family of four's fruits and vegetables for a lifetime. Introducing Sleep Ripener. It's never been easier to wake up to fresh fruits and vegetables. First, go to bed wearing the patented Sleep Ripener mask. Then, attach the exhaust tube from the mask to the input on our proprietary Sleep Ripener plastic container. Use the two adjustable hooks to attach Sleep Ripener to most headboards or nearby nightstands. Now, just add underripened produce to the container and the rest happens while you sleep. While you're sleeping, the carbon monoxide from your breath is routed by tube right into our revolutionary little greenhouse where it's converted from carbon monoxide to ethylene gas. Eight hours later, awaken to perfectly ripened vegetables and produce. The benefits are obvious. Save time at the grocery store. Hey, Stephen, you're not even feeling each avocado to see which ones are ripened. I don't have to. See you in the checkout line. Thanks, Sleep Ripener. Sleep Ripener. Wonderful things are happening while you sleep. Uh, bear with us on today's broadcast, listeners. Uh, right. It is a, what would you call it, El Farto? A clip bonanza, really. It, it's a clip bonanza, uh, but the thing to say is, you know, some of this stuff was taped at the stations, but some of it is, you know, captured on cassette by listeners and then sent in. So, uh, you know, the sound quality will vary a little bit from clip to clip, and, uh, you know, the levels will be a little bit different from what you're used to hearing. Happy Hanukkah, Joyous Kwanzaa, and Merry Christmas from the number four drive time team in the Southland, or if you're listening today, the number one present opening and spending time with family team in the Southland. Machine Bolt Kennedy and I, El Farto, would like to wish you a wonderful and rewarding Christmas day. It's the 25th of December, 1997, 55 degrees here in Van Nuys, heading up to an afternoon peak of 59 with not a cloud in the sky. You are tuned into 101.3 K-pop. Top of the morning to you at this 10 o'clock hour. And uh, wow, we are really winding down the days of 1997. Whew, time, the teeth of time. The teeth of time chew us all. <laughs> they do a bolus of gross, disgusting food. They masticate our hopes and our dreams, and they yeah. start to dissolve those dreams and hopes with the enzymes of reality. Hopefully they don't, they don't get caught masticating on uh, Machine Bolt's couch out in his living room there. Oh, I have... I'm finally, I'm in such absolute emotional denial about this. But as, as we are ticking down the days left in 1997, we're also rapidly approaching what you have said is your move out date. And I am like, yeah, I mean, this was a big year for me. I, uh, I spent six months in Malibu learning a lot about myself, as did you. Yeah. But I also got a divorce and I moved on to a couch. I went from having a pretty stable domestic lifestyle 
here in the valley to being an, an accessory unit over a garage and now now just a, a couch bum. Yeah, well, and, you uh, know, I mean, not a great feeling. I'm gonna miss all the stuff we do. You know that? I mean, I'm gonna miss. You know, the thing where we sit in the living room and watch MTV while we try to figure out what Kath was thinking when she kicked you out, even though we know what Kath was thinking when she kicked you out. <laughs> or the thing we do where we, uh, where we sit in the living room and make fun of the Mystic Juice commercial that Dennis Rodman is in. I, I, I'm Little traditions like those, I, I think, is what I'm going to miss, you know? I'm kind of glad to hear you say that, Machine Bolt, because... Uh... I've been sort of waffling on whether or how to bring this up, um, and I know that it's been a bit of a sore subject, the uh, the plastic chaise long that I've been keeping in the entryway uh, at the apartment, uh, and I've been promising that that's going to be moving soon. Um, I may need to uh, impose upon you a little bit longer. Yes! I've been told that the apartment, I'd signed all the paperwork, but it fell through because the building manager's niece is going to be going to the College of Hypnotherapy there in uh, Encino, <laughs> and uh, he needs the apartment for her. And I am, I could not be more thrilled. I told myself if there was any kind of bump in the road, I was going to play it cool. But I basically feel, I feel like I have twisted off the cap of my mystic juice drink and it matches the color of Rodman's hair in this week's Mystic commercial. I feel like Epic. I'm a winner. Well done. Perfect. <laughs> this is... Uh, we gotta find a place to put that chaiselong though because that thing is nice. We're not getting rid of that. No, that's, that's not going back out to the dumpster. That is a primo piece of, uh, of, of quality. What I would argue is indoor-outdoor furniture. I know most folks it, would call that outdoor furniture. But uh, but there's nothing stopping you from using it indoors. Not Anyways, a lot, no. I'm really glad that you're happy about this. I was I was worried that you were gonna be uh, you feel you know feel used or uh, like I was imposing. But um, uh, I'm really glad that we're going to uh, be roommates for a little bit longer at least. Uh, it feels like a Christmas miracle to me. It really does, uh, especially after last week's live remote at Pep Boys was such a fresh helping of humility uh, and humiliation. And uh, yeah, I mean, this is like a, a, a humiliating day to have to come into work. I mean, they they don't want us to do a full-blown show, but they did want us to come in so that we could give out the weather live on the air. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how, like, it's L.A., like, how important is this information? It's a power but, uh, move. What we've got uh, for the folks is a bit of a clip show. Some of our favorite and not-so-favorite clips from uh, from past uh, broadcasts of ours. Uh, we thought yes. we'd take you back in time, do a little retrospective of uh, Machine Bolt and Elf Farto on the air. Yes, and it is going to be amazing. Uh, a quick reminder here from uh, here from real life in the present day. You ever want to give us a call? You can do that. You can call us at the station anytime here at KPODD 101.3. Our number is 818-85-FARTO. That's 818 853 
2786. Uh, I meant to bring this up with you, Ben Alfarto Harrison. We received a message in the general mailbox here at the station. See if this, I don't know how to route this. See if uh, this means anything to you. Hey, Machine okay. Bolt. Hey, Farto. Uh, this is Bloodhound in Puta Mesa. I just got uh, a sizable bit of um, nasal fun dip. Uh, <clears throat> so if you're still looking, um, just give me a call, and I can uh, meet you at the station, or uh, maybe I'll track down the mobile. Um, uh, yeah, if you have cash, that would be great. I'm kind of in a bind. That is not the call I meant to play. Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> I meant to I meant to play Dear God. What I is that? To, a, someone had a question about the KPODD bun bake. Uh if we It were would be very one. easy for us to play dumb. Uh I think everybody knows what that call was about and uh, that's, you know, I l listen, we uh we made a lot of hay out of celebrating a quote unquote white Christmas in years past. But uh, I, we're trying to be accountable to each other, and I think we need to. Uh, I, th I, I, I don't, you know, I don't love this, but I think we got to let that guy twist in the wind because yeah. we can't help him this year, right? Well, right? they told we're, us we're, this we're this not going to have a white Christmas in 1997. Negatory, and they told us this would happen at New Horizons. They said. We were going to have to ignore some 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 calls and some pages uh, from quote unquote old friends. And I think Bloodhound uh, can safely be filed in the old friends category. I do love the fact that he yeah. just called you. He only called you Fardo. He dropped the L in El Fardo, which. Yeah, there were a couple of times where, uh, you know, Kath didn't want me in the house and I wound up, I mean, another time I wound up crashing on someone's couch. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I got pretty familiar on pretty familiar terms with Bloodhound, but he's also just, he has a strange way with language. I mean, like you're he lives in Punta Mesa. Right. Uh, that is not what he said on that uh, no. voicemail. No, I don't think he realizes what he said on that voicemail. Anyways, wait, why don't we get into the clips, uh, Machine Bolt? This first clip, a lot of people don't realize this, but for just under 13 months, starting in 1990, you and I were transferred to our sister station, WPODD, in Chicago to attempt to breathed new life into that station's failing morning show. I uh, was, uh, you know, trying to blend into the, you know, yeah. appeal to the local audience. So I went by Coach Fartowitz Coach uh, at Fartowitz. the time. That was your big Chicago move. Unfortunately, um, appealing to the locals uh, did not exactly work. Listen, you two don't even care about sports. You're just a couple of Hollywood jerk-offs coming into our city and making us listen to your name blather about how much better L.A. is than Chicago. Well, if that's true, then why'd you come here in the first place? Go back to your palm trees, you flip-flop-wearing freak. All right, all right, Machine Bolt. I think we need to stop taking calls. Uh, you know, there's nothing we can do about our hometown L.A. Lakers beating the Bulls in Game 1 of the NBA Finals, but apparently... The people of Chicago, the listeners of WPODD, think that is somehow our fault. I just deeply resent the fact that everything has to be anti-Lakers and anti-LA here in Chicago. And it, it, it's ah, it's cold here. I don't like that. It's always it's always just it's eight degrees. The founders, the early 
settlers or whatever of this area were apparently 17-year-old stoners, judging by the cuisine. There's uh, like here's here's what a hot dog is, just in case anyone uh, anyone in LA uh, ever visits us. This is what they should be prepared for. A hot dog here has mustard, onions, relish, tomatoes, peppers, a pickle spear, salt, and then they put french fries on top of it and smash it all together. The last time I made food like this, I was cutting class at Fountain Valley High School. I was stoned <laughs> off my ass. I was at your house and you weren't even there. It was just your parents. And I knew your parents had really good food. And I just microwaved two of their Annie's burritos. I put cheese on the outside of both of them. Then I microwaved some tots and some Reese's pieces and some salsa, which kind of made like a mole, the chocolate, the peanut butter, and the salsa. I smashed oh, yeah. all of that into the, into the uh, you know, all together, the burritos, the tots, put it between two toaster strudels. That's how baked I was. <laughs> but I was a teenager in Chicago, grown adults, sober in the light of day hold this kind of thing up to you and call it a, you know, Chicago-style burrito, probably. Speaking of food, Saturday, June 8th at high noon, the WPODD morning team is going to be at the O'Doul's Invitational Bratwurst Eating Contest at the Lincoln Park Conservatory with special appearance by Dennis Farina. Come knock back some near beer while watching some of the biggest, most barrel-chested Chicagoans you've ever seen consume enough Johnsonville brats to provoke Germany into starting World War III. You're not going to want to miss out on the annual O'Doul's Invitational. You know, also when we were in Chicago, they eventually, do you remember this? Like this was, this was, I don't know. I want to say it was probably in May of that year, but they eventually tried giving us a call-in show, which was basically, right. it was, it was sort of a call-in show about mental health and disguise. Which, yeah, I think the, the station manager there could see that we were, in fact, driving more audience away from their morning programming because, you know, it's a sports town. The folks uh, of in that town really turned on us for being from a rival city and staying loyal to the Lakers, uh, despite the fact that we were there on their turf. And, uh, and so they, they tried to switch us into like an afternoon s slot. And uh, this was the this was the call in. I don't know why they thought we could help people with mental health issues at the time. <laughs> yes, we had no credentials. Here's how great the program director's thinking was on this. We have no credentials, and our own mental health basically was deteriorating rapidly after a Chicago winter uh, spent just trying to adjust to life outside of, of Los Angeles. Uh, and, and it was called Reach Out. <laughs> Reach out. Let's play that clip. Who do we got on the line? Welcome to Reaching Out. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm just reaching out. You know, it's late, and I just, uh, I'm just sitting here. I'm just here in my house uh, by myself, and uh, and uh, you know, I heard you guys, and so I just thought, what the heck? You know, I mean, why not? Just talk to another human being you know that's uh that's what reaching out with machine bolt and coach fartowitz is all about no matter who you are no matter where you are emotionally or physically we're here for on you. my stove 
in my kitchen. I live in a little studio. Um, I put a sign uh, that's just really, um, tonight it's really getting to me. I mean, I put it there kind of to help, but um, it's uh, it's just a little sign that I cut out of a magazine or something that says, you are going to die. I think it was in Esquire or maybe it was in Cosmo. I don't remember now. I've had it for a really long time. If it was in Cosmo, it would. If it was in Cosmo, it would say, 15 ways to turn your man on before you die, which will happen." Do you ever think about mortality? <laughs> right, all the time. Oh man! I mean, now that you mentioned it, I am. And, and sex moves we could be right? doing. Right, right. I mean, I mean, I think about this all the time, you guys. I think about, it. and does that? Doesn't everybody? I mean, do people? I walk around, and when I when I can leave the house, uh, when I have my agoraphobia under control, and I walk around, I'm just looking at people like, do they know? I don't know what matters at this point. I just like now 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 I'm now that I'm thinking about how we're all gonna die. Oh, are we talking about death still? I thought we'd moved on to sex. Um... But yeah, the death stuff, I mean, huge, huge bummer. What would you, here's my question for you. Like, what should I do to feel better? You know what I mean? Well, listen, I mean, I, I think it's nice just, just talking to people, you know. And then what about oh, like these days of just endless gray and cold like what the hell what 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 can i do yeah. to just get through them well i have a sun lamp mm. and that helps a lot i just put it i clipped it up onto my bed frame and uh i mean that and it helps you know a little uh, artificial sun uh, gives you that vitamin d and uh, it does help elevate my mood i mean, I mean that's good advice obviously yeah, I, I, I'm going to try that. I've also heard that sport peppers can really help make people happier. I haven't tried it myself. I'm I'm in the same boat well, you are, Machine Bolt. That none of it matters. I mean, you just have to accept that. None of it matters. I mean, I mean the dynamic there seemed like at, at a certain point she was helping us more than we were helping her. She was definitely uh, uh, helping us. I, we were not, not that it turned us onto the right path at that point. (laughs) No, we still, as they, as they say at new horizons, we still had some research to do. (laughs) Uh, and then of course, uh, there was last year's Christmas broadcast. My God. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know how healthy it is. Speaking of mental health, I don't know if we should play a clip. Are you talking about playing a clip from the actual incident? No, this is uh, this is several months before the the incident that got us kicked off air. But this was uh, this is maybe maybe one of the wildest broadcasts we did back in the era before the incident. Uh, okay, so what I've got here is that um, Monster Mike won a bet. Do you understand this? It says here that he won the bet, but this was he made Whiskey Pete stick a pine cone I'm, in his keister. I've, I've blocked almost all of this out, according to my therapist. Uh, it's going to be tough to listen to us yeah. in such 
unsober circumstances, but that someone lost a bet. Yeah, I think it was Monster Mike lost a bet, and this is what he was. Let's be clear. Monster Mike and Whiskey Pete are doing stuff like this to each other all the time. It's like part of what makes them such good friends slash enemies. If only there was a term for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if only there was like a term for, yeah, like a perfect cross between friend and enemy. This is uh, what these two are. <laughs> so Whiskey Pete has Monster Mike over his knee. Wanda has stormed out because she is so disgusted by the proceedings. And Whiskey Pete is sticking a pine cone in Monster Mike's butt. <laughs> oh man, this this machine bolt is what the holidays are really all about. Getting down into a performance of holiday cheer that isn't sincere because you don't believe that anyone experiences joy on a genuine level. You are right about that, amigo. Uh, <laughs> we're going to check back next year. Here's what we do. Here's what we do. We check back next year, and I'm sure in 12 months, I'm positively sure in 12 months, we'll have gotten even more awesome and Monster Mike will have been walking around with a big old Douglas fur sticking stick out of his ass end for about a year. And uh, then all we have to do is decorate, man. <laughs> we put some, uh, some Christmas ornaments on his butt tree. <laughs> so for station manager Cheryl, producer Lynn, program director Keith, one of the news girl, Monster Mike, Whiskey Pete, Machine Bolt Kennedy, and me, El Farto, we want to wish everyone in the Southland a happy holiday. I don't remember a moment of that. I'm kind of surprised that Monster Mike and Whiskey Pete stuck with us through that i mean like i know that that's kind of their thing but also i mean we we're like we're hard on them now but Man, like listen to us back that then, was that was Machine difficult Bolt. to hear i knew that this was going to be a trip down memory lane i didn't mean to make uh our holiday broadcast be such a staggering portrait of two truly broken men almost unredeemably broken in fairness we said we wanted to have an emotionally hard-hitting Christmas broadcast. I think we delivered that. Yeah, I think we delivered. Well, uh, what we got coming up next is a Chaka Block with Rock holiday music block. 101.3 minutes of alternative rock <laughs> with a holiday theme. all of it. But here they are, indie rock. It sucks. It Christmas absolutely sucks. Songs. We're so sorry. 